Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Apple Sox earn a one to nothing win over the Port Angeles lefties, and they take the series. The Sox have played seven series so far in the season. They have won six of them. What a remarkable start to the summer for Wenatchee. They only got one run in this game, and that was all they needed. A great effort on the bump once again from Toby Haar. He goes a season high, six and a third innings, four hits, three walks, and three strikeouts on the right-hander heading to Central Arizona. Haar's pitch count getting up a little bit now. He's in 40 pitches with two outs on the top of the third. A one-two. Swing and a miss for strike three. And that is his first strikeout of the ball game and the final out of this top of the third. A 2-2, swing and a miss for strike three. Second punch out of the ball game for Toby Haar and out number one here in the top of the fifth. Haar ready to go, the 1-2 pinch coming. Kicks and delivers and it is swung on a miss for strike three. Toby Haar with two strikeouts in the inning and three on the game, a 1-2-3 top of the fifth. He was phenomenal in this game, really just Coming into his own, he's improved so much with every single game, and I think we saw that again here in this one as the Apple Sox kind of rode his momentum over the course of this game, and they got their only run in the fourth inning when Anchi was out hit in this contest. They had they had three hits to the four base hits that the Port Angeles lefties had, but the Apple Sox got the only run of the night, and that was all that mattered. We'll go through that inning here. The fourth inning, a fly out to right field to open it up. Marcus Harrison drew a walk. Nick Putnam doubled down the left field line to put runners at second and third. And then Austin Owen stepped up to the plate and lifted a fly ball to left field that got the job done. Owen at the plate, fourth batter of the inning. He swings and hits this to left field. This is a long run over for Alsup. He is in position, makes the grab. Harrison tanks from third. He will come in to score, and the Apple Sox strike first. A sacrifice fly to left field off of the bat of Marcus Harrison, and that makes it a one-to-nothing lead for Wenatchee. A sacrifice fly off the bat of Olin to drive in the game's only run. And Wenatchee took it home from there. Let's go through the tough innings for, for Haar in this one because no real scoring to break down. The second inning, Haar came onto the bump after a 1-2-3 first inning and got the first two outs in order, but then issued two consecutive two-out walks before inducing a fly out to left field to wrap up the inning. In the third inning, a leadoff single, but then in double play ball before a two-out single and his first strikeout of the game. 1-2-3 fourth inning, 1-2-3 fifth inning. Leadoff single, another double play ball in the sixth inning. And then the seventh, he did have to exit after facing three hitters. A ground out to the first base side. Owen Alsip would single after that, go to second on a wild pitch. Barrett Rose drew a walk, and that was enough for Haar. But Jack Moffa came in, and boy, was he electric the rest of the way. A big strikeout in the seventh inning for the first of the two outs to get. First and second for the lefties. They trail one to nothing in the top of the seventh. One down, the pitch. Henson there for called strike three, 94 miles per hour on the inside corner. He would get the next one on a flyout. Moffitt would add another strikeout in the ninth inning to open things up and then would wrap it up with an easy ground ball to first base with a tying run over at first. And the big right-handers, 0-2 offering coming. Swing and a miss for strike three. One away to open up the ninth inning as Troy is retired. A one ball, two strike pitch coming from Moffitt. Deep breath, he deals a ground ball. First base side, right at Sweeney, and he'll take it to the bag to wrap this one up. 
seven series in the books, and six series victories for the Wenatchee Apple Sox. They improve to 16-5, and five, and they pick up another big win here tonight, taking two or three from the Port Angeles lefties here this week. So a great win for the Apple Sox, winning one to nothing. Boy, their bats have been quiet, but they win two of three against the Port Angeles lefties. And now the task for Wenatchee is to be able to go on the road, take on the Edmonton Riverhawks, and try and take at least two or three games there. Edmonton taking on the Bellingham Bells this week and now hosting the Apple Sox on Friday night. It's going to be interesting. That's going to be a test because Edmonton surprised Bellingham on Wednesday night, defeating them. There's something patriotic about celebrating summer with a baseball game and some fireworks afterward. It seems even better when it's a part of your 4th of July celebrations. Don't miss the Apple Sox 7.05 p.m. game against the Dub Sea Fish Sticks on Monday, July 3rd with a post-game fireworks show to follow presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group. Don't delay. Purchase your tickets now at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. The Apple Sox defeat the Port Angeles lefties by one to nothing score. One run was all the Apple Sox needed, and a big reason why was thanks to the efforts of Toby Haar in this game. A season-high six and a third innings. Toby, boy, just a, a fantastic outing. Felt like you were going right from the get-go, and this was a season-high outing for you as well. The six and a third, yep. three strikeouts, three walks, four base hits. What was going right for you out there tonight? I think just going out there and following an approach and – I've been working on some mechanical stuff this entire summer, and I think uh, today was a day where it actually came through and I got to compete. Yeah, it sure worked out well. You, it seemed like you were working fast, and it seemed like that was something for you guys as a pitching staff all week we were seeing. Everyone was sure. working fast. and Was that something where you almost you get the out and you just kind of want to get the ball again and get the next one? I think so, and I think um, once the inning's over, it's, I just want to get back out there and keep going it's it's one of those things I love doing what I do but at the same time it's I like to keep it rolling I don't like to be out there for too long do you like the type of game like obviously you'd love a few more runs of support but do you like where you're, there's not too much time in between innings there as well I do and part of it's it's fun when it's a competition between me and the other pitcher and um obviously it'd be nice to have more runs but obviously it's not the case today but it is what it is it's just gotta go out there and keep doing it seemed like the toughest spot for you in this game came back in that second inning the second inning has been troublesome at times for you yep a couple of walks with two outs how'd you settle yourself down there and get that final out I think just relying on off speed and having confidence in what I'm doing and uh keep attacking the zone because obviously I fell apart for a second but um just gotta be confident keep going after it situation like that where you get the two walks it's got to be hard to kind of reset because you've started the inning so well. It's that two-out sure. stuff that's probably got to drive you crazy. Is that a situation where, you know, you you just kind of have to look past it and go, you know what, I still only need one more out in the inning? Pretty much. It's You just got to wipe it away and, I mean, keep going. It's it's one of those things where it's a bummer and it's not nice to start off like that, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. You've been with this team from the get-go. I mean, you guys are playing so well right now. Seven series down. You've won six of them. As a spectator and as someone who's been in on the action for some of these nights, what's the biggest reason why the Wenatchee Apple Sox are sitting at 16-5 and five heading into the last day of June tomorrow? You know, I think we work well together. Uh, we got a bunch of great players, a bunch of great incoming guys, and uh, I think everyone's going to be very successful at their colleges. And, I mean, this summer is just a time for us to compete. 
So I think it's it's great. And it's going to be nice for you. You get a little bit of a break here coming up, don't you? Yep, I do. How nice is that going to be to kind of just get a couple of weeks to recharge and then come back even stronger? Oh, it's going to be super nice. And um, I get to enjoy a, a week with my grandparents for their 80th birthday and to Very kind cool. of just, you know, relax and have fun. But I'll, I'll be back here and ready to compete again. Awesome. And we're looking forward to that, Toby. Great stuff here on this one. We will talk to you next time. Thank you, Joel. That was Toby Haar, Apple Sox starting pitcher in this one. Six and a third of scoreless baseball from him here tonight. And now let's chat with his catcher from this game, Austin Owen, who had himself the only run driven in. Austin, that was all we needed. It was just the one run. It was a sacrifice fly. I thought you got more of the ball the first time you were up there when you hit that deep drive out to left. That unfortunately was right at the left fielder. But you got the job done. Situation like that, one on, a couple of men aboard. What's going through your mind there, runners in second and third? Uh, I mean, I know that if you get the ball up in the air, that good things can happen. You can get a tag. And after that first at-bat where I um, uh, got it in the air enough to where I knew I, if I stuck to that approach that I'd be able to get a sack fly and drive someone in. Had to be kind of nice. You see that was deep enough off the bat. Obviously, you'd love to hit, but you kind of yep. know in your mind, I've done the job. Right, absolutely. I was a little frustrated because after my first at-bat, I was just out in front, caught it off the end of the bat a little bit, and I wanted to be able to sit back a little more in that second at-bat. Uh, saw a slider pretty fat on the plate and was still a little out in front, so a little frustrated with that, but absolutely glad with the outcome for sure. That first at bat, I was pretty stunned seeing you swing first pitch. We've seen you a couple of times go, but I think that was the first time you'd really hit the ball that hard at least, your first time swing. Was that a new idea to go up there and be ready to hit, or was it just kind of you saw a few things on deck and you thought maybe I can get them early? I saw a few things on deck for sure. Um, I'm definitely at my best when I'm swinging at fastballs early. Um, at times I can get a little bit passive, but I love hitting that early fastball or even a slider early if it's over the plate. It's a weird series to look back at. You guys won two of three. You scored one run today. You had one run on Tuesday, three runs yesterday. What do you guys have to do to get the bats going? Because everything is going right on the mound right now. But you, and Again, it worked out. You won two of three, but I imagine you want to try and get the runs this weekend. Absolutely. I mean, some of the pitches we've been facing, they may not look the best on paper numbers-wise. They're not throwing 95 miles an hour, but they've been mixing it up really well and changing our hitters' timing enough to where we're not getting those base hits. And once those base hits start coming, that's when everybody just kind of strings hits together and you bring guys around. But that just hasn't been happening yet. How good of a sign, though, is that for this team that even when things aren't quite clicking the way you want offensively, you still walk away from tonight winning two or three? Oh, it's a great. Even within this game, there are some things that I, even outside uncontrollable is that I personally was getting a little frustrated with and there were some guys getting frustrated with and I was just trying to remind all the guys that this is our game and we got to go out and play our ball and just keep pushing and pushing the envelope and make something happen. You were part of the shutout as the catcher for both pitchers in this game. How good were those guys on the mound? Toby Haar and then Jack Moffat to close it out. They were both so good. Toby was just electric with every single pitch he had. He was throwing it exactly where I wanted it every single time and then Jack comes in and just blows it by every single kid. I mean, that was just awesome. It made it real easy to catch in the sense of nobody was going to hit anything, but it was definitely fun trying to keep him ma managed in the zone. I felt like every pitch I was saying he's throwing a fastball. Did you put down anything besides fastball with him? Not very many pitches. There was a few. There was probably three sliders and maybe one changeup, but other than that, it was just fastball, fastball, fastball. It seemed like that was the plan. I mean, he's a three-pitch guy from what I remember as well. I mean, it helps when you've got a 95-mile-per-hour fastball coming right out, but... 
Uh, was that a situation? You, when you have a reliever as a catcher, do you like to say, you know, give me your best stuff early on especially because you don't know if you're going to pitch beyond that first inning? Right, absolutely. You want the best stuff, but also I know that Toby doesn't necessarily bring that velo to the table. And so it was something where if they showed that they were going to be able to hit 95, then we'd start mixing it up more. But they just never proved that they were going to be able to hit that, so why switch anything up? No, it makes a lot of sense. Austin, a big series for you guys coming up here this weekend. Taking on the Edmonton Riverhawks, leaving in a few hours here as well. Yep. Uh, well. Let's talk about a couple things. What's the excitement for the series? And two, what needs to be done to win another series? It's very exciting. Everybody's ready to go. I mean, we want to keep the streak rolling and keep the wins going. Um, I think the biggest thing is just stringing hits together. Once you get that first one out, they can kind of fall, and hitting's very contagious to where the guy in front of you gets a hit. The next guy just has that much more confidence when he's up at the plate and just sees the ball that much more, puts a little more pressure on the pitchers so they don't make as good of pitches. And if we can just start stringing them, things will roll offensively. Awesome. Well, we're hoping to get some runs here this weekend and more wins as well. Austin, thanks for joining us. Great job tonight. Thank you. That was Austin Owen, Apple Sox catcher. He drove in the only run of this game, a sack fly in the fourth inning out to left field. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by Apple Sox relief pitcher Evan Canfield, who is coming off of a great outing last night, three shutout and hitless innings, one walk and four strikeouts. Evan, this is kind of becoming the norm for you in your Apple Sox tenure, these multi-inning efforts out of the bullpen. Uh, how do you get comfortable for a situation like that? Because you might only toss once a week, but you've had a couple of times you tossed at one point twice in three days. How do you get ready to go, not quite knowing how long you'll be used in relief on a given night? Well, you kind of just got to keep your body prepared and stretching normally every day. That way, once your name gets called, you're ready to go. The way you've pitched this year, it feels like you haven't really picked up where you, it feels like you have picked up right where you left off from a year ago. How would you say you've improved from even just the season ago with the Apple Sox? Honestly, just getting in the weight room and getting my body in the right shape. Last year, I was a little overweight, and now I've kind of fixed that, and it's kind of worked out in my favor so far. Is that a big goal for you in that offseason heading into the spring with Edmonds was just to try and bulk up a little bit? Yeah, me and my coach set up a plan so I could slim down a little bit, and so far it's been working. How's it helped you on the mound? Is it maybe an easier on a night like where it's hot, you know, it's a little bit better in a situation like that, you're more prepared? Because you hear about sometimes pitchers with that type of thing, sometimes it helps them in a different way. Yeah, it's kind of, it almost helps in a mobility way. That way your boss, your body is looser for the amount of time you're pitching. So it kind of just helps your body endure a lot more. That outing last night, I believe that was the sixth time you've gone at least three innings in relief in your time with the Apple Sox. But when you look back even last season, this season, what's been the one outing in relief that's maybe stood out to you the most that you tossed? Probably the series in Kelowna last year where I went five scoreless. It's kind of a chippy series, so it was kind of nice to get that one. Yeah. 
And it, it doesn't help that it doesn't hurt that the Apple Sox have won every one of those games yeah. that you've done that in as well. A second year member of this team, as we mentioned, how have you enjoyed this group so far compared to a year ago? Every summer kind of has its own feel to it and the teams change a little bit, but it seems like this group is really coming together. Oh yeah, this group is really close together. All the guys enjoy every guy and it kind of just helps us come together and win. From your standpoint as a guy who was there last year as well, how has this group improved from a year ago? I think just as a whole, we've come together and actually started playing a lot better baseball. Last year's team was great, but this year's team just feels a little bit different. It feels like a whole new level. How fun has it been seeing a lot of those familiar faces from a season ago, too? Oh, it's been fun. I love the guys that returned. They were my favorite people last year, so it's been fun. Awesome. Well, Eva, thank you for the time here. A lot of fun watching you pitch so far this summer. Looking forward to the next one. Thank you, Joe. It's a 1-0 win for the Apple Sox on Thursday night to wrap up the series against the Port Angeles lefties. Wenatchee winning the final two games after dropping the first game. They win the series, and again, seven series in the books in the 2023 season, and the Apple Sox have won six of them. Unbelievable work for the Sox. They are 16-5 to open up this season, and they will look to take this show on the road as they face the Edmonton Riverhawks this weekend and trying to build off of it and earn another series victory. Final game of June coming up on Friday, and here the Apple Sox, their final home game of the month of June, are victorious. Let's run through the numbers of this one. The Apple Sox winning this game against the Port Angeles lefties. The lefties scored no runs on four hits, commit one error, and they would strand a total of seven men on the bases. They did out-hit the Apple Sox, as I mentioned, but it was not enough in this game. Wadanchi scoring one run on three hits, one error, and four men left on base. The win goes to Toby Haar as he went a total of six and a third innings. Is three and one now in five games for them. He has started tonight. He did not allow any runs on four hits, walked three, and struck out three. Great outing from him. The loss going to Colby Schuber, 0-2 now, but he deserved a better fate. Six innings, one run on three hits, one walk, and three strikeouts. Jack Moffitt picks up the save. Two and two-thirds scoreless from him in his first save of the summer. Moffitt walked one, struck out two, and did not allow any hits. We saw his fastball getting up as high as 95 miles per hour in that first inning of work. He was phenomenal in relief for Wenatchee. The time of the game in this one, two hours Vagabar, not quite two hours, I believe. I think it was just exactly was two hours, in fact. Two hours in front of 623 fans as the Apple Sox were victorious once again as they improved now on the season, as I mentioned, to 16-5. and They will be back at action on the road against the Edmonton Riverhawks. It'll be a 6.05 p.m. Pacific time and 7.05 in the Mountain Time Zone from Remax Field, and we will bring you the action on KCSY Sunny FM. Pre-game coverage will begin at 5.40 p.m., and that is when we will talk to you next. That's it for this edition of the Apple Sox Podcast. I'm Joel Norman, thanking you once again for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.